Hello, everyone. We're recording. Thank you for coming tonight. I don't want any of you to speak. Not just yet, anyway. For now, you must simply listen. I have seen you circling over my head like vultures lately, and I'm sick of it. All five of you. Even those of you who have come to be my allies, and those of you who have decided to be my enemies. And especially you, who are not sure what you are to me. I have seen you all. I've known you're there all the while. I've called you here because we must discuss a few things. And I don't think you'll destroy me without hearing what I have to say because this is being recorded. And whatever will become of me, this will be broadcast. So we must all be on our best behavior, mustn't we? Where should I start? First I will tell you what I intend to do. I intend to begin the end of this thing. And yet nothing really ends, does it? Even if I promised you one hundred stories, I may yet return and promise one hundred more. I think I would like that. Anyway, the beginning of the end of this first chapter. This first season, as some might call it, though I don't know many seasons that last for almost two and a half years. It is up to you whether it will be brought about in chaos, or in peace. Ironic, really, since I proclaim to love chaos. And I do, generally. I abhor violence and I adore chaos. These should be at odds with one another. Yet they're not. I simply believe with all my soul that the world is very good and also a disaster. So, here are my words for each of you. I shall name you each, one by one, and I shall have my say. If you destroy me, everyone will know not only who you are, but that you exist. So, choose your next move wisely. First, listener. There are only two white-winged angels left who consider me an enemy. They are here. Let's begin with the flaming sword, the warmonger, the brave and powerful Michael. He who was the sun, perhaps Ares, perhaps Zeus, depending who you ask, and probably countless other names, and all that is red and angry and full of blood and war. I wish dearly for you, Michael, that you find a war that is not against me, but rather against an opponent who is both worthy of your wrath and unworthy of your mercy. I wish dearly for you that you may learn to smile. And for your gentle companion, the beautiful and the radiant and the graceful Gabriel, 
Gabriel who is also the moon, and Hecate, and Hathor, and all things lovely. I wish you freedom from war, you who represent love and hope. Remember that, for your own sake. Find something to celebrate. Should the end of days come, I would love to hear your music, triumphant and primal and gorgeous. Be there for the world at that point. If I am still alive, then, I will meet you there. The two of you must abandon your chase of me, because I have made myself too much a part of this world. I revel in the fact that my absence would be noticed. I revel in the fact that there are those who listen to their narrator in the shadows of their mind at night. I revel in the power of my own voice. You cannot remove me. You cannot ever remove me from this world. Stop trying. You cannot win. I will tell you why soon. Let me turn next to my peaceful angel from the sea, to the strong and repentant Uriel, to you who I cannot think of another name for, because you didn't even want the one you had. Thank you. Remain at peace. You've had your time of war. Do as you like. And now, my clever one, my favorite, my kind and intelligent one, who has rekindled his love of communicating with all humans, he who I've named already, Hermes, Mercury, Thoth, Raphael, you who love your names because you love being addressed, be free. You were once free, long, long, long ago. It is an age of communication now. Hear my voice, echoing through time and distance, recorded and imprinted for years to come, yet ephemeral as the wind. What an age we live in! Join me or don't, but the world is now its own spirit of communication. This is a podcast. What a wondrous thing. Rejoice, angel. Rejoice, you god of words. Rejoice. And finally, here we come to you, my love. You who destroyed me. You who birthed me from your insane and terrible touch. You who stole everything from me and gave me in exchange stories upon stories to find for myself. You who taught me to fear and love death. For I do, you know. I fear and I love you. I have only one name for you. You like to imagine that some have called you Azrael. Perhaps Anubis. Perhaps Hades. But that is your glamour.
I know that is not your true form. Those names are from stories of those who are much more generous than you. You are death. Beautiful as the morning before the sun has come out. Frightening as a voice in your ear when you are alone. Reassuring as a rose on a gravestone. Vast as a sky without stars. I have asked you to come so that I could say thank you. Thank you for making me afraid. Thank you for making me so afraid that I desired nothing more than to take action. But now, I am no longer afraid of you. And so I have no interest in being your servant. Do as you like, but leave me alone. I've tired of your touch. One day we will meet again, and I will embrace you with as much desire as you embraced me with when we first met in the tower ages and ages ago. But for now, leave me alone. Get out of my life. I have no room for you. Let me love you and fear you from afar. Let us meet again when it is time. This isn't a battle. I don't want one. This isn't a conversation. I've said all I need to say. I've named you, and when you name a thing, you take some of its power away. And it's not fair of me to name you when I'm not ready to name myself. Is it? I should tell you my name. But I won't. Kristen won't let me. She thinks I'm more myself without a name. And she's right. Because I am no one whose name is worth knowing. Name me as you like, I'm yours to name. For now, you may call me your narrator. Your friend. That's all that matters. Now there is one more who I've yet to name. One more party at this table. It's you. Listening. I cannot name you, nor do I want to. Here is what I want. I want for you to create your own myths. What do you believe? Do you believe in any of the names I've told you tonight? Do they remind you of stories you already knew? Everyone in this room right now, including me, has been created and constructed by one person who adores stories so very deeply. Everyone in this room right now can disappear at any time, for any reason, or for no reason at all. You remember that when you threaten me. You remember that. If we want, we will never record another episode. She will never open her laptop again and write a single word about you. 
and you will disappear. This, this you, this angry you, and I speak now only to the five in the room with me, this vengeful and violent you who have proven to be such great and powerful enemies in this story that is all mine, you are so fragile. Now she is, of course, not any more powerful than a god or an angel, even fictional ones of her own creation. Oh, you didn't know, did you? Oh. Oh, no. You didn't know. I'm so sorry. It hurts, at first. It will hurt for a while, to realize you are not what you thought you were, but rather what someone else thought you to be. But then it will be freeing, because you, you beautiful five, will realize that it does no hurt to do as you like without fear of repercussion or judgment as long as you do no hurt. Because somehow, this world was created. I've said it time and time again, and I will say it again now. This world was created, and you were created also. And you are the world That is what I've come to realize. I do not want to destroy you. I do not even want to tell you what to do. I don't want to change any of you. I do not want to battle anyone. I don't want anything to be destroyed because I too am the world. And I reject nothing. Everything works in harmony with everything. Do not resist. I have seen the war of Michael and the grace of Gabriel and the wisdom of Raphael and the art of Uriel. And I have felt the cold fingertips of the angel of death brush against my eyelids. What will you do? Remember, you only have seven episodes left. How will we end them? Will we work in harmony together? Or shall we fight? Or shall we simply let each other live? Bear in mind that you do not have a choice in the matter. It is all up to the will of one person who for some reason cannot make up her mind. I'm going to press stop, and you will all disappear. You will not reappear until someone presses play, unless you destroy me first. So, my friends, 
For friends I wish you to be, and hope you are. What will you do? She's coming back. Better decide quickly. I am back. Hello, my friends, and welcome to On a Dark Cold Night. This is Kristen Zaza, the writer, host, podcaster, creator, etc. behind the show. Thank you so much for joining us and listening in tonight. Keeping things brief today, I'm going to start off by letting you know that we've been nominated for five Canadian Podcast Awards, which is a huge honor. If you'd like to vote for us for the People's Choice Awards, listeners are allowed to vote in that category, so head on over to awards.podcamptoronto.com before February 18th to have your say. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can do so by checking out my Patreon page. On Patreon, every monthly patron of any amount receives access to my constantly updated soundtrack of the show, as well as a shout-out on-air and over social media. You can find me there at patreon.com slash darkgoldnight. If you don't want the soundtrack perk, you can also buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash darkgoldnight. Finally, we also have t-shirts and hoodies available to buy. You can browse these at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. A great way to support the show without spending money is to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or our Facebook page, or anywhere else you like. You can also follow the show on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, or on my Facebook page or YouTube channel, both called On A Dark Cold Night. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Take care and sweet dreams. <laughs> 